We have risen from the ashes to school the masses. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Scholars of Wrestling Show, episode 434. I'm your man behind the microphone, Scholar Jeff. Joining us this week, the Undisputed Scholars themselves, kicking us off with the OG Undisputed Scholar. He is Scholar Tarek. Scholar Tarek, how's life treating you, sir? Life is treating me well, fool. I went to click out that message that popped up whenever we start recording. And next thing you know, I just, the screen just goes black. I'm like, oh God, what just happened? You broke it. <laughs> I broke my computer. But no, it was just me minimizing it to the setting screen. But we're good now. I'm Splendid. here for the the biggest party of the weekend. Biggest party of the summer. Summer Slam 2023. Yay. Let's go. And speaking of let's go, we've got another undisputed scholar who just so happens to be the current reigning and defending Scholars of Wrestling World Champion. He is Scholar Brian. Scholar Brian, how's your evening going, sir? My evening is going well. Staved off a possible beefcase cash-in last week for the NXT show. So... I'm a masochist. I'm putting the toil on the line against everybody. It's SummerSlam. It's the biggest party of the summer. Let's do it up. <laughs> Let's make it happen indeed. And with little, very little to do at this point, you've read the title of the episode. You've heard the introductions from the scholars. So let's dive right into it. This is Scholars of Wrestling's predictions for SummerSlam 2023. Starting off with a big one, an unusual one. We've got the Slim Jim Battle Royal, which WWE apparently seems to be making quite a big to-do about since the last time they had a, a sponsorship with Slim Jim. But uh, yeah, we're only getting some of the names in this match, but we're probably going to be hearing some more match names announced for this match. Excuse me. But I think it's fair to say, and in the eyes of many of us, only one name in particular is really coming to mind here. But to really kick us off in earnest, Brian, as the defending champion, do you want first pick or will you defer? I will take first pick because, let's face it, all right, unless they're trying to start a storyline, that takes him out of the match, which I would not recommend. This There's no reason that LA Knight doesn't win this. Look, this. do I think this needs to be on the main show? No, I don't. I think you could have put other stuff on here. And based on the discourse on the internet this week... This this should have been at least Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus's spot on the card. But if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna put this on the main card, there's you gotta start the push. You said you were gonna do it after SummerSlam. You gotta do it at SummerSlam. You gotta start the push of LA Knight here. LA Knight goes over, probably taking Sheamus out last. Because they've been building that, because they've been building that story up, so have it end the match. 
Yeah, for this one, this one's about as obvious as it gets. People have been clamoring for some L.A. Knights. Just having him do something of some notable significance. And really, I don't see how anyone else wins this thing as long as L.A. Knight's in it. No one else is getting hurt. Nobody. The only way anyone really gets hurt at this point is if L.A. Knight does not win this match. They need to have L.A. Knight do something. They need to prepare him for something big relatively soon. And I don't see how this is not the not the next logical step for L.A. Knight. Fool, do we have an accord? We do have an accord because there's there's going to be some big stakes put into this battle royal, this Slim Jim battle royal. It, the winner gets to fill in the shoes of the great Macho Man Randy Savage as the new spokesperson for Slim Jim. And no other person deserves that title much more than the megastar when you got everybody chanting L.A. Knight. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to, to clarify... No, no, it's not really for uh scholar. It's not really for the uh to be the spokesperson. I just did that for fun. I was going to say that <laughs> that sounds like it makes way too much sense. And given the history that Slim Jim has with like the wrestling world, I can see that being a legitimate prize. And I mean because the because when it was Randy Savage doing it, it was step into a Slim Jim. Yeah, Ooh, all that's yeah. all that's all I was think. That's all that was running through my head when Jeff yeah, was doing so the intro like, of this match, going Slim Jim. And I'm just going Slim Jim. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it's just it it makes too much sense because it's like his catchphrase is yeah. So, so it but makes yeah, too it much be, sense. It to would put be him fun a- to getting a new getting a new series of commercials starring L.A. Knight, and just you hear you start. You know, and then everything explode like it was in the Randy Savage commercials. I can't, now I'm just feeling nostalgia for it just because I I love those commercials so much. Yeah, now I'm gonna go on YouTube after the show and just and just watch Randy Savage uh, Slim Jim commercials and watch things explode with the power of the '90s. Yes, watch things explode with the power of the Sa- Macho Man Randy Savage bite. Art thou bored? <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim. Eat me. <laughs> uh, we, we could go down this rabbit hole all night if we need to. But, <laughs> but thankfully, yeah, let's, but, let's try and stay on task though. with the rest oh, of Oh, yeah, night. we'll stay on task. But seriously, though, you can just see L.A. Knight fill in that role if they want to do Slim Jim commercials again. Are you saying if you're asking me if I can see the see him in that role, the answer is yeah. Yeah. But yeah, LA Knight for the LA Knight for the win. He has like this is a big SummerSlam moment. He has this has to be something starting for him, storyline wise. Even if if it's just him going for the U.S. title after uh, Santos Escobar or whatever, yeah, or whoever else gets lined up. But anyway, moving on to our next match in the card, we've got. A what appears to be an MMA rules match question mark between Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Now, this one, I'm actually very surprised by a dynamic that they're going with here. Because it looks like we've got Shayna Baszler transitioning into a face role and Ronda is taking the role of the heel. 
which I really wasn't quite sure I would ever see. But lo and behold, we're getting it now, and it's working. So I'm not sure if they're going to... I really don't think they're going to be playing this as a legitimate MMA fight, oh. which is making me think that because of how everything's going, they're actually going to put Shayna over, and Shayna is going to win this thing, which... If I had to hazard a guess, it probably means that Rhonda is piecing out after this and just playing it over a friend on the way out. And we're going to get a Shayna win. So with that out of the way, pitching it back over to you, Fool. Where, which way are you going on this? Are you going Rhonda or are you going Shayna? I am also going to go with Shayna. And in response to what you're saying with the, the whole face and heel aspect... According to Wrestling Observer, they're both looking at Shayna and Ronda as both heels in this. Just when you actually look at who's having the better argument sakes, Shayna is definitely the face in this. And this the video package that they had on Monday Night Raw really actually like really gave me something juicy to latch onto with this because I do like their history. I do like that they have history. They have uh, their close personal friendship. And that's, and we do see that when they're wrestling with each other. And uh, uh, back, even back when uh, Shayna was in uh, the NXT days, and they were hinting at the four horsewomen versus the four fighters when Ronda was uh, initially coming in. But yeah, this is, uh, this is, Ronda is as on her way is on her way out. That's why they they took the tag titles off her and Shayna right away. Uh, so because her contract is ending, I think around the time of payback. I think so. Yeah, she's gonna put Shayna over on her way out, and that is the that is the correct choice. And if this actually does turn Shayna into a full on, I guess tweener like fate leaning more towards the face side tweener i'm all for it i think she's long overdue for a good push ever since uh she dominated that elimination chamber match years ago hmm. well i'll tell you what with that brian which way are you going on this do we have an accord look i i love the fact that the video package on Monday signifies a return of the Queen of Spades that we saw in NXT. Like, that's the character I remember. That's the Shayna Baszler I remember. Not the one that we've got since said Elimination Chamber match that Tarek bought up. Like, everything leading up to that, was everything I wanted Shayna Baszler to be. And then after that, they just killed and neutered her character all the way down to what it was before she turned on Ronda Rousey. I honestly don't see what you're seeing where she's the face here. Where I, where she, and, and I don't see her being a face or a tweener at the end of this feud. I see her going full Queen of Spades he NXT heel Shayna Baszler, and I think she's going to be a champion in the very near future because if they're going to go that route, that's where this needs to be and, th and that's where this needs to go. But there's no way Ronda wins here. She is on her way out. 
I think this is the actual last time we'll see her. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do an injury angle and and say that Shayna took took Ronda out of WWE. Mm. The only reason why I really through the aspect of uh, her being a face is because what she says and what like what she's been saying on the mic is essentially what the audience has been feeling about Ronda Rousey for a long time. And she's getting that face reaction. She's getting the crowd behind her. That's why I'm seeing more of her leading more towards the, I'm just not, I just don't give a shit attitude. I'll, I'll just do what I want. Whatever. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what, with that in the way, we've got our next match on the card, which is a pretty good thing that Tarek has got the first pick for. We've got the Intercontinental title match. Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. This one's going to be a good one. It's going to hit hard, but ultimately, who's going to take it away? Tarek, give us your pick, as if we didn't know. This is the match I'm looking forward to the most in SummerSlam, because just look who's in the match and look what they're fighting for. This is a Cloud9 match for me. I am just going to sit back hand under my chin and just go big as old I'm, smile as this match as this match is going on um it is clear he's i've said it before and i'll say it again they're going to have uh gunther hold on to the intercontinental heavyweight championship till uh after payback when he breaks the record finally destroying that honky tonk man record um it's actually really funny because there's a lot of go- work going on and I'm kind of jumping on that bandwagon to see Chad Gable actually be the one to uh, to dethrone hmm. Gunther for the Intercontinental Championship just from what they had uh, on this past Monday, which is, I think, hands down my f- favorite segment of the week so far with the beat the clock challenge and actually having a match afterwards. I love what they're doing with Chad Gable. I love what they're doing with Alpha Academy. And I just, I feel like once Gunther is done with uh, Drew McIntyre, I see Chad Gable, I just see Imperium starting a feud with Alpha Academy, which leads to him fighting both first starting Otis and then pay-per-view match Chad Gable. Uh, and that'll be like his fine, his one of his big, last Intercontinental Championship uh, defenses before he breaks the record. I'll tell you what, I have been very impressed with the pacing and just all the matches and everything that we've been seeing out of both Alpha Academy and Chad Gable proper. So I certainly wouldn't be scoffing at that. But for the time being, I think it's pretty obvious. we got to have Gunther go over here if he's going to end up toppling the honky tonk man's record which he pretty much has to at this point yeah if there was a month away if if there was if if they weren't if there wasn't a record hanging in the balance here i'd be more uh i'd be more willing to think about other options 
if it, but at this point, it's like you can't have Gunther lose here. If if you if you didn't give it to Sheamus back when they were fighting, you can't give it to Drew here. You got to you got to let you got to let it run its course. You got to let Gunther take the record at this point if you're going to do it. And and I love Drew. Oh, I love Drew too. But this is why it's I, a cloud I, nine match for me. Yeah, I I love Drew, but it's not your time, fella. <laughs> That's it. Speaking of fellas, fellas, that moves us over to our next match with the fellas. We've got Ricochet versus Logan Paul. And Brian, it's your pick up next. Who do you go? Who are you going with here? Look, Logan Paul needs to win a singles match. That isn't against the Miz. Okay, he's lost to Roman Reigns. He's lost to Seth Rollins. He he lost the tag match that he was in with the Miz, so it, he's got to get a win here, and I think that's why they gave him Ricochet because it's going to be a great match. They're all going to get their uh, their crazy aerial moves in, but in the end, Logan Paul needs a victory, it, and I know it's weird to say that off of the celebrity, but if you're going to keep bringing him in, he, I need to believe that he belongs there. So, and, and not just based off of match quality, he needs some wins. So he's got, he's got to beat Ricochet here. Yeah, this is the writings on the wall here. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to also go with Logan Paul as much as it pains me. I there's a part of me that really wanted Ricochet to get this win because he he deserves a little something too. But that being said, I do hope that this will putting over Logan Paul will almost sort of give him the Damian Priest push where he proves himself as a commodity to make the celebrity guests look like a million bucks. So hopefully this will lean on to something more tangible in the future but apparently he's also demanding dating sandra uh samantha irvin the ring announcer right now so engaged i'd say he's They're okay engaged, engaged. Yeah. boom <laughs> so yeah he's already getting something good out of this whole deal either way so whether he's just laughing in the bank or the main event whatever just our boy ricochet's doing okay give it to logan paul but the real question here is, Tarek, do we have an accord? We do have an accord because pretty much what I'm repeating what Brian said. He's only had a win against the Miz. He needs more than that. <laughs> Go on. And yeah, I hear you. It's really like, as we were talking about this, I'm looking at the raw the raw roster when you have your ricochets your logan pauls your bronson reeds your tomaso champas your shinsuke nakamuras and once gunther loses that intercontinental championship there are plenty of people to fill in that space with the names i just listed that's your mid card going for your ic championship with gunther moving on to the world heavyweight title 
uh, in the near future. But yeah, uh, Logan Paul all the way. He need again. He needs the win. Ricochet does. Ricochet doesn't need the win. If he wins, he not nothing's gonna change. He's gonna stay where he is. If Logan Paul wins, granted, he's probably gonna stay the same spot where he is now too. But he's he's the bigger name that brings in the more mainstream audience. So. Yeah, they're going to do whatever they can to make this match go viral. Oh, boy. With heavy quotes, I'm sure. Oh, very heavy. Heaviest of the quotes. Viral. They can certainly try. But speaking of trying, we're also going to get a triple threat women's championship match. We've got Asuka, Charlotte Flair, and Bianca Belair. For this one, it gave me pause for a second, but I think Asuka is going to retain. But the real question to me is, will Io Sky cash it in on her later in the evening? Tarek, it's your pick up next. What do you got? It's actually really funny. Of all the matches on this card, this one is actually the most challenging for me. Because... Is it are they just gonna go Charlotte wins LOL or Bianca wins LOL? Or they are just gonna keep the title on Asuka, even though she's lit she's doing literally nothing in this feud. This is a Bianca Charlotte feud with Asuka just there. Typical typical WWE booking of Asuka. Um and then there's the yeah, then you add the money in the bank cash in, which I already threw my cash in card away. You guys still have yours. Um now I'm thinking it over now. Just to clarify, what is the rule for the cash in card? You get you know, one. You get one go, and if you uh put it as, as them as a cash in, if there's a cash in, you get an extra point. It doesn't have to be a six. It doesn't have to be successful. It just has to be a cash in. Hell, you can honestly, if you get a cash in and two cash ins happen, you get two points. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that. It's a it's a fun little card, isn't it? Yeah, I, <laughs> just I'm like, are you think, willing? Have to... I ever have I ever played the cash in card? No, what? I'm the only person who's ever played the cash in cards. Because most of the time they cash in either on a raw or uh, when it comes to the women's t- thing that night. The last time I, the last time before this that I did it was uh, the Big E cash in. You know what, Yolo? I'm gonna do the cash in card. I'm gonna, gonna throw see- the cash in. I'm gonna throw the <laughs> cash in card because I have a strong feeling that there's gonna be at least one cash in tonight. And let's face it. This is the only way I'm going to break any of these ties between all the beef cases and defending champion privileges. <laughs> so you know what? I'm going to put a little star on my run sheet next to my name so I'll know that there's a hey cash man, you in. Could, you could possibly get two. It could work in your favor. I am, I am going to do nothing for you. I am going to gamble in Detroit. I am going to, I'm going to roll that dice. I'm going to say, okay, cash in. Extra points per cash in. Let it rock, baby. Mm-hmm. 
but when it comes to the prediction, I'm still Jesus. Uh Funny enough, this was actually the one where I'm just thinking just the hell with it and just guess guess just for the hell of it, Charlotte Ella, Charlotte wins because she's Charlotte Flair. Uh <laughs> is like, that an official it, prediction? It's like they could just have Charlotte win the title and then just have a cash in just so it's like, oh, she got another she got another title reign under her belt to get to 16. Um <laughs> is that an official cash in, Tarek? Is that oh, uh, is that an official prediction? Oh, uh, what will you do? Tom? I wouldn't what recommend it because Charlotte doesn't win triple threat matches. I'm going to go with Asuka. She wins LOL in singles matches. <laughs> she, wins, she does win LOL in singles matches. I, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to predict Asuka just basically because the, fo- the main focus has been on Charlotte and Bianca going against each other. I can see Asuka being that little like devious snake move and just steal a win. Plus, I want to see her versus uh, EO for the title. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it, it's a tale as old as time. WWE does it all the time, where they've they've got the two big names. In the Oscar should be a big name too, but the way they book her, she's not. But you have the two big stars, Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. And and they're all focused on each other. Well, you got the other one over here. It's so obvious where this is going because it's a, and this is why I'm not saying that EO Sky is going to cash in tonight because I don't believe that that Oscar is going to be in enough pain or be in the right spot to be able to cash in because she because they're going to be too focused on each other. Oscar's going to steal a pin and get out of there. I swear she's if not Charlotte gonna, wins. If she's Charlotte not does, gonna, she's if, not Oh, you you go. Your this is your prediction. Charlotte's not going to win in a triple threat match. That's just not the way she rules. I don't think she's ever won the title in a triple threat match. She's retained the title in a triple threat match. I know that. I don't think she's ever won one. You gotta look Be- into that. That's a good but that's it, a very it, fair very fair observation. Yeah. So it's like I I don't think that I wouldn't be surprised if Charlotte wins it in a one on one very soon. But whether it's EO Sky or Asuka, but the, the but I just don't see Asuka losing the title in a feud that had nothing to do with her. I think that they're so focused on each other that they're going to lose the plot and Asuka's going to come in and I don't know if it's off of a finisher or if there's going to be a, or if it's going to be a roll up of doom, but Asuka's going to come out on top. But I don't think in a position where EOS guy can cash in because of the fact that they're so focused on beating the crap out of each other, they forgot about Oscar. And you never forget about Oscar. <laughs> I will I will say this right now. If Charlotte wins, I will never predict against her ever again. Ever. A bold prediction. We're gonna remember that. It one. will I will it will be your Lacey Evans fool. Where if she's in a match, you hey, predict you predict I her to win. I learned my you, lesson the hard way. 
that's what thankfully she's not any any pay-per-views anymore well that's what happens when you apparently go against sergeant slaughter and his daughter but <laughs> hey except she at least she's a real marine semper fi baby mm-hmm. but hey yeah it's yeah i will never vote against charlotte ever again if she wins all right Moving on to the next match on the card. <laughs> We've got Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Supposedly the final round. Tarek, it's your pick up next. Which way are you going for this one? Cody wins. Just end the goddamn feud now, please. I'm I'm done with this feud. Fair enough. Brian, who do you got between Cody and Brock? Yeah, this is the. I think this is the easiest pick I've ever made. It, 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 Cody, not don't need to add anything more. Just Cody. <laughs> I, and we do indeed have an accord. I'm also going to go with Cody. Just he's due. I think the real interesting thing that's coming up next is who is next on the horizon for Cody. Speaking but, of which, before you move on to yes. that, I was actually going to ask about that. There are rumors going around that Bray Wyatt might come back and start, and have a program with Cody. Do you want to see that? I don't. Of course, I see, do. I don't want to see Firefly Funhouse Bray versus Cody. I want him to bring back Swamp Man Bray Wyatt. I don't I care want... what he does as long as Bray Wyatt's back and healthy and doing something crazy again. Just yeah, give me back I... Uncle Bray. I don't care. I, I, I want Uncle Bray, which is the cult leader, Uncle Bray. I don't need I don't need the fiend anymore. I, I, the, the fiend stopped being cool with me a, a while ago. It doesn't work for me anymore. Bring back cult leader Bray Wyatt talking about following the buzzard. I lo- hey. I like that dude. Bring it back. Hey. Hey, they may have they may have ruined the fiend at the end, but I will never stop watching. I will never stop uh, watching Firefly Funhouse matches. That is still one of my favorite things that came out of the. Oh yeah, I love that match. I mean, that match is me, awesome. I'm not gonna lie. I, I like a part of me does want to see Cody Rhodes go through a Firefly Funhouse match just so he can put on the Stardust makeup again. <laughs> Dude, just. Because oh, it's the whole dear. going back to face your demons. He's totally and gonna do that, isn't he? Like, yeah, if he, it's if he does that, if he does that and actually does something that Cena couldn't do and overcome the funhouse to help build uh finishing his story, I kind of would find that very poetic if they do that. Uh th- this makes way too much sense, and I, I love it. I, I want to see this now. Now with like happen, once, like once Dustin finishes his AEW contract, you see him make a cameo in the Firefly at Funhouse. It's like a, you see him, and it's actually uh, Huskus the Pig Boy, disguised himself like in oh, the form dear. of a uh, <laughs> gold dust. This makes way too much sense. <laughs> I want to see it so badly now, even though I have some doubts it's actually going to happen. Sorry, not sorry that I planted uh, that in your guys's heads. <laughs> uh, well, moving on before I'm, <laughs> I make myself even more sad. We've got Seth Rollins defending the world heavyweight championship against Finn Balor, where there were some hints as to where some of us might stand on this one, 
But Brian, the choice was yours first. Who do you got between Seth and Finn? First of all, it's the anniversary of Finn Balor first winning the Universal title. Which was then ripped from him because of Seth Rollins screwing up a move. This is in the lore. This is well known. Second of all, the only reason I didn't pick Finn Balor last month was because I thought that that was a one-off. Either way, it it wasn't going to happen again. But now that it is happening again, the more interesting stories come out of a title change here. I don't see other than if if Gunther were to lose at SummerSlam, then I can see Seth keeping the title because then you'd have a story there. Now, who else can he face? Built up right now other than Finn Balor. I think that and and Finn Balor having to look over his shoulder because Damian Priest has the briefcase has the briefcase. Charlie has the beefcase, Brian. Charlie has the briefcase. Sorry, I'm a I, I'm still having horror show having horror shows from last week. <laughs> but the, the, look, I I think the better the better way to go here. You get more interesting stories. You have an overarching story that's been being told for a month now because Damian Priest has the briefcase and what happened last month and all this. There are two different ways you can go with that. You can have Damian Priest cost him again and then and then Finn Balor be be all mad at Damian Priest, or you can have Finn Balor win here. Either have Damian Priest cast in, cash in on him at, at SummerSlam, or do a story where he's looking over, Finn Balor's looking over his shoulder all the time because homeboy to the back of him has a briefcase that he can just smash him in the back of the head whenever he wants and take the title away from him. I'm going Finn Balor here. We're eight years from the day that he won the universal title. Mm. Let's do it again. I'm going for it. Finn Balor to win the, to win the uh, WWE title. Interesting. Interesting. I'll tell you what, that's a stronger case than I would have expected. But for me personally, I still have some doubt. I think that Seth is going to take it just barely. He's going to be exhausted, and then that's when we see the Damian Priest cash in, thus doing a bit of a almost like a a Judgment Day Civil War. So either way, I'm going to go with Seth to win here. Tarek, which way are you going? We're at an impasse. I knew it. I had a feeling. I knew it was going to be this match that you and that you and I, Brian, are going to have the same prediction. And when you know it, yep, you took You're the words Finn? right out of my mouth. I am going to go with Finn Balor winning the World Heavyweight Championship because, as Brian as Brian said, 
they have never ever had a situation where you had a stable where there's the champion and the money in the bank holder in the same group. They've never done anything like that before. There's so much more intrigue in that story alone than and they could do anything else with Seth Rollins. To be perfectly honest, I, I'm kind of bored with Seth Rollins as world heavyweight champion. He was a good inaugural world champion, but he really, he, I think the title is hurting him more than actually helping him. At least now at this point. And the it's also, they want the judgment day to be the next main storyline that's bloodline level. Now with the bloodline story coming to an end, they want Judgment Day to fill in that spot as the over, the big overarching story for WWE. And they're right now they're doing a fantastic job job with it. Judgment Day are on such a good momentum with Damian Priest winning the briefcase, uh, Rhea Ripley uh, getting her world title like. Holding on to her title, winning her title at uh, WrestleMania and having it changed to the world title. And now you have Dominic as the North American championship or as the North American champion. Excuse me. You got to keep that momentum going. Uh, I feel like it's just much more intriguing to have Judgment Day hold on to the world heavyweight championship. And Finn Balor finally putting it putting an end to that story with him and Seth Rollins. At least with that aspect of him winning the title and the possibilities of what Damian Priest can bring down the line. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. I can I can honestly say I hey, was Brian, expecting we're against, that. Typical. We're against the we're against everyone else. Of course we are. But you know what? Somehow, always come out on top. <laughs> I was crazy. honestly expecting the difference in opinion to come from the Ronda Rousey's Shayna Baszler match. Or maybe the Ricochet versus Logan Paul thing. But hey, if it goes the way you say it does, I'm not going to complain too hard. But now, we come to our main event. We've got Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso in tribal combat. I'll tell you what, as interested as I am in in seeing the outcome of this match and how we get here, in my mind, I don't think the result is in any doubt. I th- I'm going to have to go with Roman to win. If this is going to keep on going to some capacity to next year's WrestleMania in Philly, Roman's got to remain the champ. So I'm going with Roman. Tarek, your final pick of the evening. Which way are you going? I would be more inclined to choose Jay if they didn't have him pin already have his win by pinning Roman at uh money in the bank. Was it money in the bank? Yes. Yes, it yeah, was money in the bank. So, yeah. Yes. I was like, was it money in the bank or uh uh shit, what was it in Puerto Rico? Backlash. Backlash, thank you. Um now that was when he super kicked the shit out of him. So that yeah. was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. God, there's so much. There's been so much good wrestling this year so far. I love it. Yeah. Uh, just really thinking about it, like all these shows are just been. 
banger, banger after banger after banger after banger. Damn it, Shane! Legitimately, making that, I don't making that I, actually a popular saying. <laughs> I don't think that there's been a bad pay per view. No, from any promotion this year, like everything has gone perfect as they wanted it to. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I just, they, one thing they definitely succeeded in this storyline is make Jay Uso a main event single star. And I just, I just don't see him. I just don't see him winning. He, will he be champion one day? I'd say so. I think he's actually coming to that point where he's getting to that level. But it's just not yet. Ro- they're saving uh, Roman's title loss for WrestleMania. And with that, Brian, final pick of the evening. Do we have an accord? Yeah. It's, it's, look, it's like I love what they're doing with Jay Uso. I love the fact that they're building up this entire storyline has built up people that you would never think to be main event superstars. You never thought that they would be at the level they are because of the way they have been booked by WWE in the past. And now they're at a point where I can believably say, think that hey jay could win this but he's already got a clean pen on him man and if you're going up against Jerome in these days you don't get to <laughs> so you get one and you like it and jay's already got his one so yeah th- this is more a matter of how you get there because this, for me, just storyline-based and all of it, this is going to be match of the night for me just based on emotion standpoint. Match of the night's going to be Gunther versus Drew. Let's not oh, lie here. Oh, let, let's down. not. Mm-hmm. Let, but based on emotion, storytelling, all that mess, this is going to be, this is probably going to be what I remember most from this show and i think i think roman is going to pull it out by the skin of his teeth it's going to be a lot harder than this man thinks going one-on-one but there will be no miracle uso coming out of SummerSlam. just another roman reigns title defense because, yeah, you don't take the title off of this dude until WrestleMania. This is a WrestleMania title loss kind of guy. You don't take it off of him at any other time. Right. Away. So I have a Scholar's Quick Talk for this yes, match in particular. Away. Where do you see Solo going in this? I think we get. I think we get Jimmy coming back. And neutralizing him. I think there's going to be another tease of a bit of a tension spot with maybe maybe Roman will screw something up or 
maybe Solo will attempt to interfere, but then they both say, no, this is tribal combat. Don't do it. But maybe when the ref's back is turned, he'll do something anyway. And then, yeah, Roman will still win, but there's going to be ramifications in the follow-up week saying, okay, you interfered with tribal combat. That's a no-no. And then Rikishi comes up and stink faces people. I don't know. I do want to see the uh, NYE family watching this tribal combat for head of the table for the family. I can't, I do want to see the family, if anything, like sit on the, sit on the stage and just watch a tribal combat. I actually think that would add so much to having all the members of the family, including the rock. I'm not so sure the rock is actually going to show up on that like tonight, but what's everything else? I would love to see it happen with the the writer strike and the screen actors guild strike happening and pretty much Hollywood shut down. What's he got other than the XFL? What's he got to do? If if he, he's making any, if he showed any interest in this storyline, he showed more interest in Grayson Waller than he's shown in in any of this storyline. If he showed any interest at all, I could see him showing up at SummerSlam. But I could see the rest of them. Yes, I could see that. I I actually really like that. I can see that happening. But The Rock has shown no interest in this storyline. He's 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 made jokes at Grayson Waller more than he's made more than he's talked about this storyline. So I don't see that. It would just be really fun to see. Uh, I also would like to see uh, when it comes to my quick talk and solo. I kind of want to see him like mess everything up in this, like him in like him interfering when he's not when it's not supposed to, like he's it's not his place to do that and become kind of like that member of the family that's been banished from the from the tribe and him trying to like bring himself back in or at least force his way back in heel heel style and if anything like have Paul Heyman be the him having him be the next Paul Heyman guy after Roman There's, yeah, there's, there's certainly possibilities a lot of there. potential here. Absolutely. And I think mm-hmm. we're definitely going to see something of note here to continue this whole storyline on post J. But again, it's just a matter of how far do they plan on going on this particular card? And how much Solo versus Roman at the Rumble. You know what? That's not as outlandish as it might seem at first glance. It's certainly possible. And then by the time that WrestleMania comes around, there's no one else to defend Roman. Not maybe not even Paul Heyman. It's and just that's how Roman Cody, versus and, the world, and that's and, it. And that's how and that's how Cody gets it done. And it would there make you go. Thir- no excuses. Thirty nine so much more. It would actually add depth to that. Now, actually seeing the story, and it was like, oh god, damn it. Damn it, Hunter! You were right. Just sit and watch, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I hate you. Hey, hey, as long as WrestleMania 40, I actually get to get tickets for, then yeah, I'll same. be okay with that result. Same. But hey, while we're waiting for on-sale and pre-sale things for WrestleMania, we've got one heck of a show ahead of us. 
this weekend at SummerSlam. Those are our predictions. Lots of things on the line for people in the wrestling business and for the scholars of wrestling. So with that being said, we want to hear from you. Let us know what you think the match outcomes are going to be. Who's going to walk away with what belt? We want to hear from you all across the internet. Facebook posts, YouTube comments, wherever you are, we are, including the Twitter slash X machines, whatever you want to call it. We're there to live tweeting and joining in the conversation. Fool, where can they reach you? You can reach me what, deciding whether or not to actually stay with quote, quote, X or not at the Avataric. I It's becoming such a mess on that that app that thing is just it's like i don't know if it's even worth staying on it anymore <laughs> maybe we'll all switch to instagram i don't know probably either way brian where can they reach you you can find me holding on to my title like Gollum, my non-existent invisible title because we're in separate places but <laughs> you can find me at atomic painful we'll help with and- that and you can find me breaking the fourth wall and possibly switching over to Instagram at I'm Robbie Rage. And for all of these relevant social media links and more, check us out at our link tree in this description below. That's Linktree slash Scholars of Wrestling. And with that, we are out of here. But we're going to be back and live tweeting this weekend and back next week because you know who we are. We are the Scholars of Wrestling. And you have just been schooled. You're welcome. You're welcome. See you all at for a little bit of Summerfest. Summerfest.